This is New York Comic Con 2016, and I'm here with Comics Verse. I'm Chris. We're here for another part of the Justice League Dark Junket with the Batman, Jason O'Mara. Now, Jason, can you tell us a little about your involvement in the movie itself, um, what Batman's involvement is in the story, and how pivotal he is to the actual uh, movie itself? So, I think previous, this is the first time Batman has been put with like Justice League Dark um, from the, the, the comic book series anyway. Um, so that was a way, I think, for the for the writers to sort of have a jumping off point for the audience. Um, we, we recognize Batman. We know Batman, obviously. He's connected to Justice League. And also connected to just a, a familiar universe that we know, whereas this is a complete departure for the animated movies. The first time we've kind of told these um, the Justice League dark stories, as far as I know. So Batman, in this, in this case, um, you know, is trying to, you know, stop people from dying in Gotham as a result of these demons that only some people can even see. Justice League are no good, wrong people for the job, superheroes, powers don't play here. So he is contacted by Dead Man, told to contact Constantine, and he kind of decides that he will go to any length to, um, to try to solve this problem. Um, and that's why I think he's willing to put up with what he considers nonsense. You know, he doesn't he doesn't put much weight on magic or supernatural. He thinks everything can be explained with science. So um, he gets to kind of witness Constantine. As Constantine kind of takes over the movie, but Batman's kind of in the background, like watching his every move. Uh, and there's some great kind of tense banter between the two of them. It's really, it's a fun movie and it's kind of, it's actually a lighter, you kind of get to see a lighter side of Batman because he just, you know, he just thinks it's all just stupid. <laughs> Well, you've done Batman several times now in several different movies. Uh, there's been a lot of different incarnations of Batman, lots of different voice actors. What do you feel like you take to the table that is your take on the character? So, you know, this this Batman is, um, is I mean, obviously he's inspired by the New 52 storyline, but um, to me it's about Batman as a father. You know, that's, that's really the singular thing that differentiates him. And not just the fact that he has a kid, but he's actively trying to be a dad to this kid um, and trying to save him from, you know, what should have been his destiny, which is to be a, you know, a trained killer ninja assassin. Um, you know, I'm a dad in real life and, and um, I feel like I was able to bring that to the role pretty, pretty directly. Um, Damien's a little older than my son, but... Um, you know, my son after some sugar can be um, a handful, and uh, you know, just just trying to try to guide your kid onto onto a good path and make the right decisions, um, give them independence, but at the same time make sure nobody gets hurt. You know, dealing with those age-old father-son sins of the father type dynamics, which um, which always make for good stories. So that to me is what differentiates this Batman from from any of the others. I don't see the crossover. I mean, maybe to the casual fan, it's like, it's all just Batman to them. But to me, like, you know, Kevin Conroy has this Batman and, uh, you know, Ben Affleck has this and there's the Lego Batman and there's all these different, you know, there's the kids cartoon Batman. There's all these different versions, but they're very specific to me. And, and almost even though they share similar origins and maybe similar costumes, to me, they're very different approaches to the character. How much source material uh, have you read? Do you stay current with the series or any of the series, really? 
Well, I read the New 52. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't read them as uh, weekly installments, comic book installments. I read them as a graphic novel, okay. yeah, which was really enjoyable. It's a bit like binge-watching Netflix or something. You get to read the whole story at once. <laughs> All in one shot. Yeah. Um, now, I know you guys really didn't like interact or uh, you didn't get much time with your other your castmates. Um, what was that like then as a voice actor because you don't get to like you don't get to see who you're talking to you don't get to interact with them as much yeah. does that change the way you approach the film or compared to obviously like live acting well you know initially initially um i found it quite off-putting like when i showed up for justice league war i was like where where are the rest yeah. of the actors you know that was my first time playing batman and it was kind of overwhelming um but you know you get used to that yeah. that's just part of the process and so um by by now i'm kind of used to uh, but i but i did know when they told me matt ryan was playing constantine i knew that he was going to bring everything and i was already a fan of the tv show i knew he was going to bring all of that so i figured like the more kind of um the more i played batman down the more glib and deadpan batman sounded the funnier it would be um and i was really pleased with the way it turned out actually because you never know and you know, Matt and I just met each other four hours ago today. Yeah, he actually mentioned it earlier. Yeah, too, yeah, so. yeah. So we, you know, we were able to go, hey, it turned out really good because neither one of us was there when the other person was yeah. recording. So we have to thank Jason so much for his time. You can catch him on Justice League Dark, released in 2017. He's also on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If you haven't seen the new season yet, um, you can find us on all forms of social media. You can find Jason at... At Jason underscore O'Mara on Twitter. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. So definitely check them out. We got to thank everyone for the time and uh, we're signing out.